fuckery. That's all it is. Oh, here you see, every every child with cancer is complicit in financial crime. There, I said it. Nobody wants to say it, but that's the truth. That's your new your new podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen actually Bertie's new podcast? Bertie does. Bertie Bertie O'Hearn has a podcast now, and he's got a whole host of guests. He literally has Blair and Clinton. Wow. The boy. It's like the new Comtown. Together? Yeah. <laughs> Which one? Bertie's the Adam, I think. Oh, right? no, Bertie Stav. Bertie Stav. About? Okay. I know. I uh, know Clinton Stav. No, yeah. no, Clinton is Adam. Cl- oh, really? Right, this, yeah, because he's a gimp. Anyway, we're getting... Uh, oh, you're right, yeah. This but, is- yeah, it's called, um, it's called Bertie O'Hearn, My Part in the Good Friday Agreement. And right. it is pure propaganda yeah, yeah, yeah. if you listen to this and it's a production of news talk by the way so this is a real big push to be like hey guys remember me all the good stuff if it wasn't for me the good friday agreement would never happen there should be protestant and catholic corpses littered through the streets yeah. of, of carlo even okay mm-hmm. it would have got wild That's okay right. but wasn't for me no, I was I was hoping maybe... I ended apartheid in South Africa as well. Yeah. Bertie or her, not to me. <laughs> Nelson Mandela go fuck yourself. Sit on it and swivel. <laughs> Fucking lying about your gaff for twenty six years or whatever you were doing. No, I, I was hoping maybe, you know, we'd get a little surreal with it. It was actually the good freaky Friday agreement where he switched places with Jerry Adams like, Oh no. Hello, watch my Bertie O'Hearn. Anyway. That's uh, they're, they're, that's just an idea needs yeah. to be developed. That's something we'll work on it together, yeah. Lauren. We'll work on it, okay? <laughs> Actually, there's no little segue there because Woody Harrelson was on SNL. He was speaking of Lauren, and this episode, by the way, if you're wondering what's going on here, it is about True Detectives. True Detectives, season one. Boom, 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 boom. Retarded hillbillies raping their sister and other stuff happens too. It's pretty good. That's, uh, the, that's the theme of the song. <laughs> that, the was show. The, that was the original song, yeah. Yeah, you, you Woody, nerd- ha- Woody had the idea himself. I can do the team tune. <laughs> I just, I think, I got this tune in my head, you know, next to the 5G microchip Jews put in there. Yeah. Yeah, so Woody Harrison hosted SNL and he dropped a little truth bomb Brian well, it, it, a little nugget of wisdom uh, what was incorrect though that's the thing like <laughs> literally what was incorrect yeah no that's the thing that's the genius of Woody he got up there he's like I'll just pretend to be a old rambling retarded stoner hippie freak and uh once i've you know it's it's the old it's the shaggy dog story that's an old you know comedy trick you know just a long winding story that seems to be going nowhere and then boom the fucking his big truth cock slaps you Mm. in your stupid face in the last 24 hours yes the u.s had now you're gonna see a big change by the way remember the u.s were like it was not a lab virus yeah. Now they're saying it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know why? Because now, then with China now, it's not good because of the balloon. So it's like, oh, hey, right. you're going to send over balloons. We're going to tell everyone that you created the COVID virus. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because it's true. Which is true and has been known to be true for quite some time. Yeah. So what, like, what did Woody say? It's just like, what you, it's like kind of a joke. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't even something. Like, it wasn't like, you know, Jews did it or no. anything, you know? No, no. Uh, he didn't need to say that yeah. part. The people in the know, like me, I picked up what he was putting down. It's like, Woody, I'm high as well right now. Are we going to take him on together, Woody? We sure are, buddy. Uh, yeah, he said, I read this crazy script where the cartels 
got together to control the media to force people to stay at home and keep taking their drugs. And I thought that's crazy. Now, obviously, it's uh, that's uh, that's almost like a kind of uncle kind of joke, you yeah. Know, something like you know, that's literally something I've relatives that would uh, write like funny things like that on Facebook. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like or on this- the po- like uh, on the local obituary post on of like. CarloObituaries.ie. There's all they're like Brendan O'Toole is like this child didn't die from getting hit by a car. Woody Harrelson told me the Jews did it. Uh, no, but I mean like you know my uncles sometimes and like relatives they have to kind of like you know uh, I'm going to sound very pretentious here. Yes. They have the unrefined humor. You yes. know, not like us now. No, we're, we're basically yes minister. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're a very very British uh, satirical. Yes. Uh, like you know, Punch magazine, That's Private right. Eye. Okay. Yeah. But these guys, like, it's not like you know, it's it's that kind of stuff. Like, oh, I'll identify as a cow if you want to milk me. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah It's yeah. like a ah, fair play. Like Ricky dumb. Gervais type stuff. Basically, you're, yeah. you're Ricky Gervais is like my retarded uncle. Basically, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what was my point? My point is like, look, honestly, now it's kind of like, uh, you know, like the Iraq War. Yeah, I think Tim Dillon made his point. For you, if you're a Dixie chick, you said Iraq War was bad. You get basically lynched. Yes. Yeah, you lynched in Alabama. That's what yeah. happened to them. All right. Yeah. But like nowadays, you can say like like two things can be true. You can say the vaccine probably you know didn't turn people gay mm-hmm. okay but still the companies made a lot of money off yeah, it they're not yeah, good yeah. people no no they like could have released a patent yeah and let people make it for free didn't do that all right okay because you know that'd be weird socialist bernie sanders queer shite yes okay? exactly that's that was pu- their words that's pure club orange zero <laughs> that's what that is yeah, that was their words but they yeah. said that in the shareholders meeting yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the only uh that's the only minutes from the Goldman Sachs meetings that they made sure were released. Bernie Sanders queer. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so people were annoyed at Woody, whatever, who gives a shit. People, but- I feel like at this stage now, people aren't even that annoyed. Like, just people trying to drum up, like, yeah, yeah, like people, course, like, you know, yeah. those kind of, uh, you know, kind of people who, like, their whole job is to tweet. Yes. Like, it's people who are, like, like the Daily Beast. I'm not joking, it's people, okay, they're, they write articles. Yes. But their job includes, like, you have to do, let's say, 14 tweets a day and have to get this much engagement. That's yeah. part of their contract. That's not me being weird, okay? Right, right. That's, and that's not, okay? And they also have to write about my tiny penis. <laughs> <laughs> the Jews put the microchips yeah. in my penis to make it small. So you have to write stuff like, yeah. you know, yeah. Better Call Saul is actually problematic. Yes. And you just, you just write that. And then people like me go, You fucking cunt, I'll kill you! <laughs> and I, like, start punching my laptop screen. And then my mother comes in and puts a belt in my mouth. It's like, don't worry. I Odenkirk's the national treasure, James. I believe you. Your mommy's little boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, Chuck McGill. <laughs> and she just puts on. She puts on white men can't jump, but that calms me right down, you know. But anyway, so yes, uh, we were talking about Woody because we're going to be talking about True Detective. True Detective, as yeah. in right now. Okay, yeah, it's ooh. begun already. Oh, geez, Christ. yeah. Uh, and also, Matthew McConaughey got molested. So. Is that, yeah, right. Yeah, so who, who you know? 
People focus on Woody Harrelson saying he's bad. Look at fucking McConaughey. By f- people in Pfizer, was it? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, I knew it. Yeah, that that old like hillbilly in Louisiana who took him into the back of a dirty van is like, Are you the CEO of Pfizer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got a hot beef injection for you right here. Oh. Yeah, it's like a pure hillbilly. Like he's cutting grass and also works for, <laughs> works for Pfizer. My family have owned this multinational corporation for many years. <laughs> anyway, so I watched it this last week. What? What? Where did this come from? Uh, I don't know. You why. don't usually watch good television. What? Uh, no, no, no. I had to turn off Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Okay, I was miffed to tell you that. Yeah. I watched a great episode recently. All right, just sidetracked. Oh, again. look at this! He just saw. Oh, and we never I've, thought. We I'm ne- like Matthew McConaughey <laughs> in the back of that van. It's like. <laughs> You sure we're talking about True Detective? Yeah, come on in, yeah. Well, why do you have Spock ears on your cock? Uh, Spock cock. Anyway, sorry. The girl got chased in the woods by a guy with Spock ears. <laughs> uh, so, um, this is I watched a great episode there where basically they brought had an alien party, the vital the aliens, okay? Right. Just give some context. In the episode earlier, uh, Colomini, all right? Was getting a bit sick of the wife being all depressed. His Asian wife. Yeah, yeah. So oh. he said, I "Tell you what, wife. All right, I forget your name. Yeah. Um, you can go off. I tell you, oh, this is good for you. Okay, you can go off on a little trip for six months, and you can bring the kid as well. Wow. Yeah, because I'm a good husband. I'll allow you to do that. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Because she's a botanist. Right. You go off there six months, don't you? Old flowers, you know, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Have fun, love. All right. I already packed the bags. <laughs> you know, nice. Uh, boys, night in. Yeah. yeah but yeah. here's the thing. After a few months, he's horny. All right. Right. So he's like, oh, there's a party here, an alien party. The wife can come back, okay? And we can get down to business, you right. know, bow chicka, wow, wow. Okay. All right. But here's the thing. The wife shows up again. The kid's sick. And the kid pukes on him. Oh. And he's like, oh, love, let's go to the fucking bed. And he, yeah. she's like, oh, I'm so tired looking after the kid. Yeah. I can't. And he's like, whoa. And he's like, you know, could you wear your red dress? He's like, no, it's all tight. He's like. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then they invite this alien's old lady alien, right? And she's going through menopause. Okay. And she's like a psychic alien. She makes everyone horny. Ah. Oh. So everyone in the ship gets real horny with her menopausal tits. Yeah, exactly. Ah. Here's the thing, though. It only makes you horny for people that you deep down sexual attraction to. Oh. So let's say you, James. Okay. Yeah. Let's say you're secretly attracted to me. Mm. All right. But you bury it under a lot of homophobic rhetoric. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, a lot. <laughs> a lot of very hurtful and accurate yeah. homophobic uh, rhetoric. All the black voices cover the, the homophobia. <laughs> you know why you don't that gay shit, motherfucker? So I take my penis out and touch you with some tariff. We just we just fool around. It's just brothers, two brothers. But this alien's big menopausal tits mm. will bring it out of you. Right. So everyone in the ship's all horny, but you know what? Colomini. He's not horny for anyone else. Only for Asian wife. Oh, that's yeah. lovely. So it's a little lovely Until story. Until the right kid there. walks in, he's like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what are we talking? Oh, I normally watch that, but I had to turn it off to yes. watch True Detectives. Yeah. Now, have you watched True Detectives recently? Uh, within the last year, I think I rewatched it. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. And you so, remember, you're very good at remembering things. Yes. 
Like I could watch a big like I watched eight episodes there. Yeah. A lot of it is a blur already. I take notes. But, but you remember full dialogue. Well, I mean, only stuff more so stuff that I saw when I was a child that uh for some reason my brain wants to flood my friend my memories with just movie trivia and dialogue not so much you know what happened in my childhood or anything like that for some reason my brain thinks nah he doesn't need to know that you're better off pal space jam quotes (laughs) that's what'll get him through you're better off pal i know i go into my therapist's office and i just start quoting (laughs) toy story to him you know but anyway so before we get into like the episode by episode what the fuck happened yes I want to get real quick your overall opinion of the show. Okay. And I'll give my opinion. And just what's interesting is I kind of regret I did not watch this week to week. Oh. So I remember. You did, were like one of those. It's probably shit. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, was exactly. you, yeah. No, I just remember like I just didn't get around to it. So I'd see every week these new headlines about it because a big news story it was a big show it was a water cooler show people yeah. were f- loving it but i kind of missed all the theories because there's so many theories and i think uh, some people were not happy with the ending of the show okay because some people really kind of went outside the box yes into it more but there's a lot of people i remember like who thought this would literally turn into a full-on supernatural Cthulhu, like this oh. was a build up to, and the fact that Cthulhu did not show up at the end really? and destroy the world, they were very disappointed. Cthulhu, it was a cop out. Oh my god! Yeah, they were like, "This is this is gay." Do they ever mention Cthulhu in the show? Well, it's Corcosa. Oh, that's who Cthulhu. That's that's the city where uh, where Cthulhu lives. Oh, it's the underground city, I believe. And the king oh, in yellow. Right. It's all very Lovecraftian, right? So, well, then you're kind of touching on something that is a big, you know. Uh, negative of this show just like high how how highly um i mean derivative maybe too strong a word because of course all shit is influenced by other stuff but this it really wears its influences on its sleeve and sometimes it's just like Nietzsche reference here. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's like very copy and paste. It's very Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, where it's like yeah. it's a, It wears it on his sleeve. But I feel like with Tarantino, there's a little bit of like, yeah, I'm a nerd. Yeah. I love this stuff. Where Nick Pazuzzo, I think he's a little bit, from what I hear of him, yeah. a little bit more like... He's kind of very similar to people we know. A little bit like, <laughs> I am a genius. Yes. And it's kind of like, no, you know what Kanye West does? I guarantee he's made this analogy. Yeah, yeah, Kanye yeah. West, you know, he makes the stuff he better. He takes samples. Yeah. yeah. I'm, do- I'm making, uh, you know, Lovecraft, okay? Yeah. And Alan Moore. Mm-hmm. I'm making them not shit. Yeah, Because yeah, I'm yeah. Pazuzu. Hey, I'm, out, I'm in the Hollywood Hills banging chicks. Where's Alan Moore? Probably in a fish and chip shop. <laughs> wanking off a dog in Yorkshire. <laughs> Because he's a long-haired hippie freak. I'm doing blow with some big-titted bitch. I don't even care if she's overage. I'm Pazulo. That's definitely not his... How do you say it's his last pa- It's Pazuzu. Pazuto. It's Pazuto. But Pazuzu yeah. is a demon in the exorcist. So I like saying Pazuzu. Okay, Pazuzu yeah. it is. Um, again, I'm, I'm taking samples right here. Yeah. Know? And now, also, uh, don't, we'll get into a minute, the fucking director. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Funky Niggy. <laughs> Funky Wonky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but... Just to my overall, I really, I enjoyed the show when it came out. I loved it a lot. And kind of on the rewatch, you know, you do, you know, during the uh, third long philosophical sprawling monologue of 
the episode. You do start to roll your eyes a little bit. But overall, it's a very enjoyable series. I really liked it. Even, like, I've looked into allegations of, like, plagiarism and how derivative yeah. it is, blah, blah, blah. Even that, overall, doesn't take away from the enjoyment too much. It's yeah, it still doesn't very, take away from me. because It's enjoyable. It's a great... It's well-executed, well-put-together. I've seen a lot of stuff that plagiarizes shit in a bad way. Yes. So if you can just... If you can entertain me, if it's completely plagiarized... Yeah. Well, entertains me. Yeah. Like, I watch a remake or something. I, I don't care. You That's know? a it's good point, like, yeah. I, it's not like if they're stealing from me, it's different, right? Yes, yeah. But literally, if it was like some, like, let's say, like, there's some young, up-and-coming, like, young Irish artist who yeah. made this very important film, <gasps> and then fucking Pazuzu shows up and steals it and makes it better because he puts some tits, he puts yeah. Alexander <laughs> Dario's tits in it. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, you got uh, uh, the art. Oh, no. <laughs> No, there's not supposed to be any titties anywhere. No, that ruins It's supposed it. to be in your Irish language. <laughs> her, her tits are supposed to be asquelaga. I demand that. So, I think, looking yeah. back on this now, so originally was a novel. Okay. And it has that very rich novelistic appeal. Right. Deep down, if you want to strip it away, it's just a very well done, competent de- detective miniseries. Yes. With the sprinkles of Cthulhu, yeah. uh, stuff like that, to give it a little bit more spice. Mm. That's it, really. Some might say it's sort of a, it's like a thinly veiled attempt of being intellectual and highbrow. Yeah, but even, you know what? If it's a thinly veiled attempt... It's a good thinly veiled attempt, yeah. you know? And the thing is, well, in season one, Rust, okay, is a fucking weirdo who yeah. is, like, talking stuff that is very annoying. Yes. Whereas in season two, they're all like that. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. They're all talking They're all like pretentious that. retards who won't shut the fuck up. Yeah. Except for Colin Farrell. He's just, you he's know. He's just fat. No, his son's fat. He's well, just a. Well, he wasn't doing too well either. He's a but, playboy. Yeah, that was cool, yeah. yeah. Isn't there a bit where, like, uh, the girl won't suck off his son, so he shows up with a knuckle duster yeah. and batters him? <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Yes, you're right. Uh, Cthulhu wouldn't suck off his son, so he showed up to Cthulhu's yeah. house and kicked the shit out of your his dad. Carcosa, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the, the Yellow King. There's bleak Orientals over there. Fucking battering me young fella. Get here now, Carcosa. Yeah, dirty cunt. I don't even like Indian field. Um, and scene. So, but overall, I do like True Detective season one. It's very enjoyable. I've watched it maybe like three times now, and yeah, it's good. Yeah, it is good. That's good. I actually kind of make me sad. I tell you what, there's a real missed opportunity because you know we'll get into it in a minute. You know the overall thing about like you know. Possible rich people, child sex, like that, right? <laughs> oh, that bores you, does it? Yeah. Like, oh, yawn. Now, it would have been cool if it's an anthology series, but it all kind of links to the one kind of overarching kind of mystery, mm. and it's all like different aspects of it. And in three, not if you watch three, I have watched three. Yeah, in three, you know, at the end, they kind of I feel like we're doing a little bit of like world building of like, hey, remember these cops and wherever the fuck, yes. where is it, Louisiana, Louisiana, they're yeah, like, hey, and they show a picture of you know Rust, uh, yeah. Rust and Marty, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like they're doing a little bit of like maybe like an MCU kind of thing, okay. But I think they've given up on that. So Pazuzu is not right in season four. He's not involved at all. He's actually, um, he's given up the reins to a different, uh, some black woman. I think. Okay. I think Isa Ray. Oh. She did a show called Insecure that people she, say is very good. Is she not an actor though? Or? She does both, yeah. Wow. She's kind of like Louie. Right. In every sense. Yeah. Uh, I've seen those freckles on her cunt. Uh, woo! 
Uh, no. So uh, okay, okay. Well, all right, interesting. It's uh, Christopher Eccleston, Jodie Foster. It's taking place in Alaska, so yeah, yeah. There's a lot of potential there. And the plot is forty. I think I'm not joking. I think it's like forty scientists end up dead. Right. And it's like, what the fuck's going on there? Enough to investigate, like yeah. this kind of mass murder of scientists. Interesting. Uh, hopefully, it's not like. It turns anti- out it's Woody Harrelson. Uh, I'm just looking up here, by the way. Just one second. I know Nick Pazuzzo. Uh, I probably should know how to spell his name correctly. Who cares? Doesn't he's matter. just announced he's directing his first film there. Okay. Uh, Something's a good casting as well. Seems pretty interesting. Um, but um, he he has not had like great success since that. So his big things. Yeah. After this, he did the Magnificent Seven. Oh shit! With Denzel Washington. Yeah. He also had a, he did have a novel novel called uh, Galveston that got adapted into a movie. Yeah. That was considered all right, but kind of didn't really light the world on fire. He didn't mm. direct it though. No. He no. just wrote it. But... And uh, I think um, he also did the Guilty. The remake, you know, oh, they with did. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, he but he just adapted that. <laughs> kind of starting to see where his quote unquote strengths lie. It's like, <laughs> hey, somebody did something. Now I'm gonna come along and do it, but gonna make it radical, dude. <laughs> it's gonna rock. It's mag- it's magnificent seven, but with Denzel Washington. <laughs> come, come on. on. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait a second. I'm, just, I'm really just to know your name. Easy Waltzing is the name. How do you spell Waltz? W A Who are you talking about? So, the Nick Pazuzzo. Yeah. His new film is called Easy Waltzing. How do you spell Waltzing? W A L T Z I N G. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you caught me there, guys. Oh, no. His secret shame. He can't spell good. He's actually retarded. It's just because it got a good cast, so I want to know what the cast is, even though it's probably going to be shit, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Vince Vaughn, Michelle Monaghan, Al Pacino. Wow. That's not too bad there, yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. Are they going to be in a sexy oh, love triangle? And Simon Rex. That's the one I couldn't think of. Oh, I like him. Yeah, yeah see, yeah, I got, yeah. Your, yeah, got you going there. I mean, I was already into it. it was it really worth the five minutes of me Googling? Cause yeah. I, I couldn't spell the word waltz. <laughs> he couldn't spell waltzing while he had Google in front of him. It's like, Brian, you have a supercomputer in your hand. I don't know how much... Uh, no, no, this is a, it's a conspiracy. And just to get into... Uh, what's his name? Jerry, Jerry Fuki? What's his name? Corey Fuki yeah. Jama so Jama. He seemed like he was going to be next big thing. He, dr- so yeah. he directed a fucking Bond movie. No Time to Die. Yeah. yeah. And he had some big things lined up, yes. including the new Napoleon miniseries. Oh. That is not, weirdly enough, not what... Um, Kubrick? Not what Scott is doing. This is Kubrick. Oh, this was the Kubrick one. Yeah, so basically Spielberg has bought the screenplay, Kubrick yeah. screenplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, I can't adapt it myself. Yeah. I'm busy doing it. I need you. someone who's awesome. And I'm doing cool. the Fablemans. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's a story about me. Yeah. So, Bazoo, uh, Nick, uh, what oh, fuck, sorry. Cody, uh, Jokey, Fuki, yeah, Wacky. Cody Hill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cody Funky Wookie, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, uh, he was going to do it. But he's, it's been found out he's actually the bad one of the bunch. Yeah, he's been uh, having sex with uh, teenage girls. Yeah. But actually, the, the, they were on the wrong side of 18. There's some girl in season one, actually, that came out said that he made her do the nude scene. Yes. Which, uh, yeah. tell you now, oh, fucking. Oh. I, I, you know, kind of on a rewatch, I did sort of think, you know, uh, hey, why is that uh, store clerk completely naked? But uh, you know, I just didn't question. I was transfixed by the the magic of cinema. You know, like it's like the the children. Um, yeah. You know, they're found later on. You know, <laughs> yeah. He was like, "What if they're like sexy?" <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. That kind of ruins the whole horror of the piece. It's like, now what if they're like wearing little Sailor Moon outfits mm. and they're like, mmm, daddy. Yeah. They have a, a very long monologue. Right. <laughs> about a, a Nietzsche monologue about uh, how having sex with teenage girls is actually cool. <laughs> Let's see the monologues. They're not bad. They're not bad. Well, it is, you know. But the thing is, they're also, you know, he can't really take credit for them either. But Here's the we'll thing. get into that. You know the monologues in Seven near the end? Yeah. When you watch that. That's Kevin Spacey, though. Oh, yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, like, when you watch that. What are you that... going to say about Kevin Spacey? <laughs> Come on. I dare you. I dare you, pal. It was a good point, though, right? Well, sorry. My point is, when you watch it, I always think, like, if I was 14, yeah. this would be so. It's cool now, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah. When you're 14, you're, like, prime, like, especially a 14 year old boy, yes. to be like, that's fucking sick. Yeah. You know? I should go around killing whores and fatties. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then you grow up to become the whore and the fatty. If you're not gobbling sandwiches, you're gobbling cock. It's like, oh, Kevin Spacey, he wouldn't look at me twice, let alone kill me this in an what, elaborate way. Well, we're driving around, yeah. and like, you're just talking about this, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, let's, uh, let's keep a silent place in the car. <laughs> Just stop saying weird shit. Oh, Miss Sally, Miss Ross. Oh, no. You don't like my speaking? He's a great detective. (laughs) He was one of the best I ever seen. He'd walk into the room and he'd just become Jamal, the friendly dealer. He'd come in with like, yo, man, what it is in the hip speak? I can't do it very well, but he was he was magnificent. You know, he really was. I know he fucked my wife, but god damn, he could oh, he yeah. had the ebonics down, you know. <laughs> oh wait. Um but, oh, wait. Uh, yeah, spoilers ahead for True yeah, Detective, yeah, by okay. the way. Fucking hell. Because I that that was just verbatim. Yeah. That was from episode three. Oh no! Just to go off topic for a minute, someone just messaged me there if they want to come to my show on Friday. Oh what? Yeah. You have a show on Friday. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Why wasn't I consulted about this? Uh, what are you yeah. gonna wear one of your little outfits again? <laughs> you fucking tramp. Uh, so anyway, let's get on to this, like, all right? Yeah. Episode one. You're right. So it starts off, and the whole. Framing the voices are in 2012. Yes. The two guys, Russ and Marty, are being interviewed by two detectives. Yes. And, you know, just something has happened. There's yeah. a reason why they're bringing up this old case. Which From we'll get to 95. 95, yeah. yeah. yeah and we'll yeah. get to the later on. So we flash back to 95, and they're like, they're new-ish kind of partners. Been together for a little while. Haven't yeah. really, like, broken the ice, you know? Yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. They keep they're... trying to get him to come over to the house. Yeah. They're the uh, they're the classic odd couple, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But the, yeah, they don't get along. Like Marty is very much like a good old boy, you know, from Louisiana. Goes drinking with the fellas. He cheats on his wife with a big titted lady, you know. Just one of the. I bros. do love his reasoning. Like it's good for the family. Yeah, you have to get it out. Yeah, you know? exactly. You just you need you got to release the stress. <laughs> Whereas McConaughey is this pure, like just very mentally ill, disturbed kind of. Uh, freak really well we find out what a great detective we find out basically that like later on we find out like he's basically be on edge 
for years. Yes. He's been doing undercover, narcotics, stuff like that. Yeah, he's been like heavily addicted to hardcore drugs. He's he suffered severe trauma. Uh, his fucking his daughter died, exactly. you know, like yeah, divorced, yeah, yeah. married to a bitch. Yeah. You know? <laughs> married to a bitch. <laughs> so like he is at like, you know, he is wired at a level yeah. right now that like Like his brain is even like fucked from all the drug use. He suffers from synesthesia which is like his neurons are all fucked up he has weird hallucinations yeah uh, you know he votes democrat he's he's insane he's mental which i have to say there's this restraint there you know with hallucinations yeah it would be very easy to have like the daughter show up be like yeah. daddy no daddy like, i love being alive yeah daddy. or like you know have like a big scary monster go wooga wooga like that <laughs> <laughs> and then, then it turns out it, it was just uh you yeah know, some guy uh <laughs> you, know, but, you know it's like oh a jump scare you know yeah but, but they don't do that you just see kind of like weird sort of uh I, you, have you ever had that before like weird periphery no like I literally never never okay never me neither don't worry it's cool i'm good i'm all good well, sometimes i get weird uh visuals and auditory hallucinations but i never lose touch with reality no not me okay you need more star trek in your life buddy. Maybe, that's, that's, that's what sort it is. Of, yeah, yeah 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 um Bring on the Klingon. That's what I need. Uh, okay, so episode one. So the whole kind of gist is to find uh, a pros. They call them a pros. Pros. Yeah. Prostitute. A sex worker, I think yeah. you mean. They find a, a queen. They find a, a boss bitch. They find a dead boss bitch. Yes. <laughs> yes, queen. She's been murdered in a ritualistic fashion. Yes. 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 Uh, kind of like very kind of weird, very like thought out, very like, you know. She's been staged. She's yeah. sort of like, she's kind of, they find her naked hand on her hands and knees. She's got antlers on her he- head. Yeah. There's like weird markings and drawings everywhere. Are there carvings in her body? Not that I remember. Yeah, right. but there's markings all over the place. Yeah, and little, yeah, yeah. we find out later on they're called little demon catchers or something like that. Right. They're usually kind of like a little kind of wooden kind of made of sticks. Yeah, so we're already getting kind of like occultist imagery and kind of weird yeah. symbolism and stuff. And you know, you know um, Mar- uh, Rust. Yeah, it's almost like a media. I always like this in shows. He's like the killer. He was. Uh, this is not the first time, and you know yeah. he's like he was waiting for this, and this was like the urge right there, and yeah, like the power yeah. and all that. Like those guys, we we'll love it if it like if that's all wrong. And, like, <laughs> it's just like just some fucking you know Puerto Rican guy. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just Louis J. Gomez. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just, there's no connection. It's just like, it's like the Puerto Rican rattlesnake. Yeah. He's like, an edge lord. And they're all like, you know, that was you know, it's because you know, it's like you're tapping into someone like primalistic. Like, no, I just thought it was dope. Yeah. I just I saw <laughs> seven. Sick. I thought it was seven. And I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. It's like imagine if the killer in seven wasn't a buff day. <laughs> awesome, dude. Rock and roll, <laughs> punk rock, dude. If the killer never won a Tony, you know. <laughs> Um, and then, like, um, you know, we have a bit of the kind of look at like Marty's life, you know, with his so, wife. So he's got daughters. the wife and the kids. He's got, kinda, he's got the suburban, yeah. you know. Oh, it's also thing. I notice a lot now. I always feel like there's a not like explicit thing, but Marty's a small penis. Okay, I always feel like that. Okay, in the first episode, he goes like he mentioned he's got a big cock. 
Right. Yeah, and there's little little things as well that All I right. noticed. Yeah. And, I well, like, yeah, the the sort of classic overcompensating. Yeah, even the fact that Russ is a bigger car and all that, you know. Oh but, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the mowing the lawn is like yeah. an impetuous thing. Nobody mows my lawn but me. And also, like you, you picked up on this. This is kind of yeah. this is where your Matthew. This I is see where this your, everything. Your you know? rust coal mm-hmm. comes in. It's like mm, he has a tiny penis. That's what guides his behavior. Well, I watch Goodfellas. You know, uh, <laughs> Citizen Kane at all. Like, yeah. Shawshank Redemption. Like. Oh, he's yeah. in prison because oh, I know why. Right. <laughs> uh, that's why the warden's so mean. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the point is, M- Marty is very much a guy who family for him is something that it's like you know when you're religion, okay, yeah. like a Scientologist in a way, right? And you can't accept the fact that it isn't working out. Yeah. You have to almost push it on other people. He is like that with his life. Where he's like, no, everyone needs a family. They need this, okay? Yeah. And I'm happy. Yeah, I'm so satisfied with my fit. You need it because you're literally like, I bet you're probably out banging random women, aren't you? Yeah, and, and yeah. Getting fucked up. You wouldn't catch me doing that because I have family. All yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's all lies again, he, like a religion to him. He likes the idea of family. Also, it's kind of, you know, when you get to a certain age, if you want to have a career in any kind of law enforcement politics, you kind of need to have the image of family there. It's sort of like compulsory. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. The parted right there, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I learned that from. <laughs> hey, you know the guy's not a queer. And he was like, I need to get married right now, quick. <laughs> Hello, operator. <laughs> so, yeah, but he's, you know, he's out drinking all the time. He's cheating on his wife with uh, Alexandra Daddario. Uh, who, I mean, come on. Holy shit. Uh, uh, also, My God. Uh, I know, yeah. Holy uh, fucking <laughs> Christ. <laughs> that's another, my mother had to come in with the belt. One for my mouth, the other for my tiny cock. Child size belt for my penis. And also, Marty, I think, is a little bit out of date in a way where, like, his father probably could cheat on the wife, okay? Yeah. And do all this stuff. And it was way more accepted. Where yeah, now you yeah, got yeah. the whole feminism and right. the daughter's fucking emo and all that. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Again, just... he's very much like old country boy, you know. This is how it was for generations. He can't really come to grips with the way the world is changing around him. Uh, I, 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 I don't know how he feels at all. Yeah. I think it's wonderful. I see the progress of society, <laughs> and I love it. Is my nose bleeding? <laughs> uh. And in episode two, the kind of big reveal is find out there's been another killing, right? In the exact same way. Okay. So possible copycat or possible the same killer. We right. don't know exactly. That leads into episode two. Yeah. So a great little pilot right there. Yeah. The characters. Yeah, yeah. We also get a little funny moment where very funny. I laughed out loud. Now remember when he gets drunk. And shows up at a family dinner and talks about his daughter dying. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was <laughs> That's good. a classic Brian O'Toole move right there. Yeah. Uh, so far, I just thought I have no daughter, but I was like, I had seven daughters. They all died. No, eight. <laughs> they were all sexy, but I never would, even though I could. By in the, in the eyes of God, I had the right. They worshipped me. <laughs> but yeah, so. My else family happened? owns this. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's happened in episode one. Just like it's a kind of like introduction setting no, up. No, episode one is kind of very introduction setting the pieces. Not much talk about. It's also kind of getting us familiar with the narrative framing device of like jumping back and forth yeah. between decades. Yeah. yeah. Tell you what, I'm. There's a lot to talk about here. We're already a half hour in. So okay. I actually know I was going to go real fast. We're going to take our time, and the yeah. worst comes the worst. Split it two parts. Yeah. Fuck it. Worst comes the worst. The free one. We just talk about true text on that as well. Fuck it. Well. Like. That'd be pretty funny, wouldn't it? I guess. Yeah. That'd be a real funny we just start, fuck you. Okay, guys, here, how about 
anyone here watch True Detective Season 7 through 8? Well, we'll talk about that. Well, then. I tell you what, we could release Part 1 and the free one, Part 2, and the Patreons. Like, hey, if you want the second half, you got to subscribe. We'll see how it goes. I like the I like idea my... of coercing them into subscribing. I like my idea where they get the, the second part for free. And like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> uh, we'll uh, see how I feel. Okay, yes. I am the decider. You are, yeah. Yes. Yeah. In fact, people are asking me to come to my gig. I'm going to say, no. Catch. Was this uh, is this a friend or something more? Oh, a friend, yeah. yeah. Oh, friend, okay. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. my friend Catton's gonna take four seats. <laughs> He's gonna lie down in the show. Oh, <laughs> good save, good save. Thanks. <laughs> you saw how hurt I was. Like as many as four, really? Well, well, yeah. I'll bring my own four seats and sit outside the venue because uh, I don't think I'm welcome. But anyway. That's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> we get interviews in a few years from now. <laughs> Drinking fucking Lone Star. Be like, they won't let me in. <laughs> the Irish comedy scene is a flat circle. With such narcissism to think this is all for me. I think human consciousness was a misstep in Irish comedy's evolution. We need to walk hand in hand into oblivion together. It's it's perfect. This is fresh to me. Okay, yeah. you haven't watched this in years. Uh, you haven't watched it about ten years. Yeah, you're right. Actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so episode two. Yeah, Russ now has loads of Lone Star because they mentioned he has a cool life. So he lives, I think, outside a bar. Yeah, not outside a bar. He lives beside a bar. Or he works four he, nights a week and he just drinks all the time. Yes. And like by noon, it's like it's noon already, so I'm going to start drinking. So he makes one of the fellas, the cops that's interviewing to go out and fetch him a six pack. It's like, go get me my beer, boy. I, I, uh, I liked as well. That's a coincidence. Uh, I, I liked as well. Um... <laughs> he didn't say that. I put that in there. So I thought it'd be funny. Yeah. I liked as well how yeah. he, when he got the beer, he was like, oh, almost an instant there. And he's kind of joking, but I think yeah. like, he would have been like, oh, fuck. Like, well, you know, all the coolness. He didn't get his beer for like 20 minutes. He'd be like, yeah. fuck it, I'll give well, me beer. When you're an alcoholic, if you don't keep drinking, you do get the DTs, you get the shakes, you yeah. know. you need The last thing Russ needs is more problems. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, Russ loads a Lone Star now. You keep talking about this. Um, you know, we find out more Woody Harrelson, Alexandra Dario. Yes. What is she, like a law clerk or something? She works, uh, yeah, she's all buttoned down. Yeah. We know the truth. Yeah, we've seen them <laughs> jiggling. Yeah. Didn't he, like, He she put handcuffs he on He brings him. handcuffs over. He drives over drunk with handcuffs. <laughs> yeah. like, hey, baby. Uh, open the door. I, I can't get my dick shut right now. My fucking cunt wife's on my cage and my kids are weird, man. I gotta bust the nut right now. Come on in. She's creaming for him. Yeah. He shows up like balding, Smelly. drunk. His zip, like his fly is unzipped. The, the shirt is poking out. He's like, come on, baby, I'm ready for love. It's like two in the morning. She's like, yes, please, come she's got, on She's in. got a roommate. This is like door. <laughs> Just some Asian kid in the corner. Like, oh, oh Woody Harrison. Oh, even for Chinese, that is a tiny peanut. Uh, what the hell? He shaved me, boy. Anyway, I'm, what am I? Can't call him boy. 
I'm fucking wasted. I'll call anybody. I'll call your titch boy if I want to. Anyway, so he shows up and he bangs her. That's yes. the... Yeah. I'm probably... I don't think I'm setting her up to be quite as sexy as it is in the show. You need to watch it. It's very sexy. You, you can watch her tits. You can listen to cats, all right? <laughs> don't do the two of those at the same time. Your brain and your cock will explode simultaneously. That's too much pleasure for one is man. Is hallucinating? <laughs> But yes, very sexy. Yeah. Uh, she is quite a specimen, I have to say. Uh, and a human as well. <laughs> now, do you want to go into... You mentioned uh, Marty's family. Do you want to go into... like We already find out his daughters are a bit weird. Yeah. Uh, she's drawing like, pictures, also like setting up her ties to look like a gangbang. Or yes, something. yes. What was going on? What, they didn't really explain how the daughter knew so much. They mentioned like the girls told her to do it. Yeah, I think it was just like some friends of hers in school... Mm. But I, I think the kind of like the red herring is you're kind of meant to think like is the daughter somehow part of some kind of weird sex cult. Turns yeah. Out just watching MTV is all That's it right. Is, you know? Yeah. Too many Madonna videos. <laughs> just like a prayer or whatever the fuck where she was banging black Jesus on an altar. It was the dude from Cool Runnings. Oh, was it? Actually oh, was, yeah. yeah. I knew something wrong with him. <laughs> yeah, it's funny now. Dude. You could fit a whole bobsled in her gun. <laughs> Feel their rhythm. Feel their rhythm. Get on up. It's Madonna fucking time. Cool runnings. Yeah. I'd rather fuck John Candy's corpse. <laughs> it feel less weird. Woo! I'm cooking now. <laughs> I knew this would get you going right there. Yeah. yeah. And we're so weird. I haven't even got to episode three yet. I'm sorry. This is great. Now, just... Don't say sorry. All right. Like James, come on. <laughs> Show, Show some respect. For Nick Pazuzo and Corey Funky Wonkies. <laughs> Funky monkey. So, <laughs> so uh, monkey. What uh, <laughs> has? Um, those PG tips. Was it? <laughs> it was a Johnny Vegas ad from 30 years ago where he had a sock puppet yeah. monkey and it was for like a cup of tea. Yeah. Monkey. And uh, it's just very funny. Yeah. But ben anyway. Miller played the monkey, but yeah. we'll get into that now. Who cares? So, um, episode three. It's true. It's a great TV show as well. It really <laughs> is. We're not doing it justice, but. Uh, what do you think about the whole, like, you know. Um, to have a talk with the kids yeah about, and like you know marty's very uncomfortable with it you know yeah and he's kind of like uh keeping one eye on the tv because trying the, to watch the game he's watching the game and they have to sit down with the daughter and be like why are you drawing pictures of gang bangs you know gang bangs are bad do you say like, shut up mm. and the voice already agrees with her you know slides yeah, against yeah that's right all the holes sticking together yeah yeah. And then the daughter's like, Pfizer's good. And Woody's like, what? <laughs> You're a little whore. God damn it. Uh, uh, so they find some, uh, find a church with weird paintings. Yeah, okay, like of, a half burnt down church. Yeah, yeah. yeah of, and yeah. a lot of like references to Carcosa, the King in Yellow, yeah. right? And then does that, le- that leads them to the uh, episode three with the revival Baptist church. Yeah, wait, my man, your man as well. Shea Wiggum. Shea Wiggum. Yeah. I did not appreciate Shea when I first saw this He's show. He's fantastic. He's great. He deserves... Yeah. He should be bigger and everywhere. Yeah. It's season four with Shea Wiggum. And just that. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, the, the clumps. <laughs> it's Shea Wiggum and Black Jesus from Cool Running solving crimes together. Yeah, Bob's that. <laughs> uh, so now we're going to the bit that we love now. 
And that's the whole, like, you know, Russ uh, borrows the lawnmower. He's kind yeah. of become friendly with the wife now. Played by, what's her name again? Michelle Monaghan. Michelle Monaghan. Oh, yeah, yeah that makes sense, yeah. Michelle yeah. Monaghan. She's good. She's okay, in it? She's good, yeah. Yeah, she actually, she's very good, yeah. She's very good. I'd say better. <laughs> I'd say she's the best thing that ever happened to Monaghan. Uh, yeah. Easy, easy there. Yeah, uh, all of our pubs and te- and like shops, they're all called Michelle Monaghan. <laughs> Michelle Monaghan's pharmacy, Michelle Monaghan's fish and chip shop. Her face is plastered all over the county. She's never been, of course, but you know. We'll get her someday. We'll get her. We'll kidnap her. <laughs> anyway, so we have the great scene where like cuts the lawn and Marty, this is another scene I mentioned, Marty like is incensed by this because he can't handle the idea of like someone like just a man coming over Russ coming over in his big pickup truck and mowing the lawn wearing his wife beater with his tight muscle body and it makes you sick but also you like it but um, you shouldn't like it (laughs) and and Woody has a real kind of like kind of like baby face in it a real like you know don't do that. It's very, and it's it is a, a, just a pure impotent rage because really you can't get angry at someone for doing you a favor. Mm. But he's like, nobody cuts my lawn but me. Stay the fuck away from my lawn. I want to bang my wife? That's one thing. But don't you touch this grass. He goes full fucking uh, king of the hill on it. Like, yeah, you know? it's great. Um, no, like, very funny. You know, it's one of the few moments of like you know actual funny stuff. It's always Woody Harrelson that's bringing it, kind of. That's what the show needed, I think. It takes itself way too seriously at times. You need a bit more levity, but, you know. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, it kind of leads a little bit into another very funny scene that I know you enjoy now. So they go on a double date. Yes. They're trying to normalize and try to, like... um, Make Rust a family man. That's yeah. They, it's like Rust is a little project, you know? Yeah. And they try to set up a double date. They go out. Of course, on the date, Marty meets Alexander Dario. Oh, and she's this? there yeah. with some fella. Yeah. And it's funny because he, like, Marty's me like, well, you want me to get divorced and marry you? And she's like, no. Yeah. And then she goes off and Marty's incensed by this. Yeah. And then he shows up that night. Remember that? So funny. Again, drunk. I think he literally drives over a bike. You yeah, know? He, he's really drunk. He like crashes the car. He gets out. Just kind of kicks open the door and he bursts in and just starts attacking the guy. Which I like. The guy, by the way, is a real Brian O'Toole guy. He's not a... <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, did you suck? No. Yeah. Did you suck her dick? He's what? <laughs> he like grabs him and he's just like, Dick. Did she shook your dick? Only a little bit. <laughs> and he goes, it's great. It's very funny. It's a wonderful scene. I love that guy, by the way. He's yeah. so good, yeah. Uh, it's a very lovely scene there. And um, what happens next then? We're really kind of not going in on like the crimes and stuff. We'll but... get to that in a minute. It's like the fun stuff right okay. here. You know? Yeah. Have your dessert first so your stomach's all weird when you eat your broccoli. Well, actually, this is a... Well, kind of leads in another bit there. So there's a bit in it that I kind of felt like is a little bit kind of like a video game where it's like a kind of side quest, but it's worth the who gives a fuck. Oh, the, when, ju- when Rust goes undercover. Yes. And yeah. the other bit was like, I'll help you, but you got to help me on this mission right now. Yeah. It's like, lock and load. Let's and go. The- and they hop on the speedboat and, you know, and then, yeah. And it's funny. So he's like, guess what? 
I was going to do a really cool thing right there, but one of the guys is sick, so you got to hop on and yeah. join in, and then they have to go. He's rate taking the a mental health day, <laughs> so it's on you. He's got postpartum depression, <laughs> uh, so they have to go in, and it's a really good scene. Oh, it's a way. great scene, very tense. Like, so they have to basically. It's it's with an old biker gang that Rust used to like when he was undercover. He was in he the was bike. crash. Yeah, he was crash. And like the first thing they do, they make him like snort a bunch of crystal, and mm. you know, uh, and you know he's got some tendencies already. So, mm. but yeah, so they it's like when someone gives me half a biscuit, <laughs> yeah. and then you're just sucking off people for crack rocks <laughs> in an hour's time, you know. I need a jammy dodger quick. But yeah, so they go, him and his biker gang, they go into the projects, kind of like, you know, kind of like Atlanta, kind of like, you know, Memphis type, you yeah, know. Yeah. How, what would you, like, crunk. <laughs> crunk, I think that's the best. Crunk, you know, trap house. Ska. Crunk and trap house, you know, that deep, like, black Full south. chapel trap house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so they go into the ghetto to, you know, steal drugs from these dealers and then, all hell breaks loose and it turns into a big it's a big like kind of like as you said video game kind of yeah. action well, it's, set a, it's piece. a kind of um what's the term like I a like one take it's a one take one thing, long take yeah sometimes a one take it feels very like this is one take yeah ain't we fucking mental yeah like uh we you know that 1917 movie yes yeah 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 oh, it felt a little bit like you know Oh, it's a what? Look at that! Whoa, we're going crazy here. Yeah, we're like a good one take, like you know, like Birdman. Yeah, you're kind of invested in Birdman and the mm. plot, and you kind of go long periods. You're kind of not really thinking. It's like all oh, like you know, it's tense and it's cool. And yeah, all that. yeah, yeah. And the same with this, where like you think about the action and all that. That's one of those things. You're not like, really concentrating on the long take. You're yeah. just like, oh no, there's black people. Look at Matthew McConaughey. That's that's what it is. You're right. Well, yeah. it's interesting. So they shot that. It was a big, big undertaking, and they did like seven takes and got just right. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And Nick Pazuzo was a little bit like. Maybe we should cut it up a bit. Why? He was a bit like, is a little bit show-offy. Okay. And, you know, they were like, that's nah, a, let's go for that's it. That's weird that he would even have that impulse because he really strikes me as a, it fucking rocks, dude. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Now. Maybe he was like, does this distract from the writing? Maybe, yeah, People are like, yeah, yeah. that's cool directing. And he's like, what? what? Yeah. Well, yeah. he wrote it. Yeah. Oh, I wrote it. How do you think the the guy who actually wrote it feels? If I'm this upset, he must be incensed. You're a disrespectful pig. Uh, but oh. yeah. I'll be honest with you, my mind just wandered for a second there. Okay. Completely unrelated. Go. Oh, not, not even do this. All I just right. thought, like, you know, Gary, my friend Gary. Yes. I just thought I want to text him there and ask him to switch shifts with me. All right, good. So it's good. I don't remember. Was that episode four? <laughs> uh, it's been a while since I've rewatched this, though. So uh, Gary makes me snort some crystal. Yeah. <laughs> now, okay, so again. So let's get back to the thing people care about, all yeah. right? Uh, McConaughey. Right, right, right. What, you, what was your point? Well, I was kind of going to take that moment to maybe go into... Uh, Maybe we'll do it at the end, though. Just sort of the allegations of plagiarism and the real life influences. Well, do you have, what do you have to say about it? I don't. Really, I haven't done that much research because I don't want my to burst my bubble. Okay. Okay. Well, they're just. Have you done much research? Uh, not really, but you know. Okay, so you probably know more than me, though. Well, there is like actual. There was articles that came out because there's one that one monologue in particular when they're in the car and Rust is talking about how. Consciousness is a misstep, human evolution, blah, blah, blah. We should walk into hand in hand into oblivion. That's apparently pretty much taken, you know, 
word for word chopped and changed from a sci-fi writer called Thomas Pigelli or something. Oh, I've heard this. His book is called uh, Conspiracy Against the Human Race. And so, you know, like whatever. Obviously, he's talking about Nietzsche and philosophy and all that shit. So obviously he's referencing that stuff. But this is kind of like, this is a not too well-known author that Mm. he sort of took his idea and, you know, got all this praise for it. I never even alluded to the fact that this was an idea presented by another person. Then when he was confronted with it, he kind of was like, no, that's bullshit. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, the it's books the, are gay. This is awesome. It's the response. Now, yeah. I'll tell you what would have been funny, though. Not funny, but even actually would have worked, I think, for the character as well. Like, yeah. even just a little thing where Marty goes to Russ's house and he sees some books. Sees the book, yeah. And it's a, it's a conspiracy. Against yeah. You. That's the little thing that's right there. all you'd need. Marty reads it. It's not even like, it's like, that makes sense. A character like him would read yeah. something and he was like, kind of going into his head and he'd be like like that and just start repeating nonsense like that like russ is the kind of guy that would just like i imagine it, when he was doing coke he'd just be re- spouting vi- bible verses exactly you know, like that yeah you know? yeah yeah no okay so that was kind of like the big quote-unquote plagiarism you know scandal that the creator was faced with but you look at the show red riding the channel four trilogy of like it was a british miniseries that was adapted from four books there's a lot of shit like there's so many similarities it's actually it's very strange if it wasn't you know actually i need to go back and watch red riding cause red I, riding is great i watched red riding when it came out and i watched true detectives like yeah. basically like a fucking month after it came out red riding came out in, like 2009 so yeah. your little teenage mongo braid wouldn't have appreciated yeah. it like, where's dr who yeah <laughs> Who's why is Paddy Considine so sad? You know what's interesting? Uh, Ridley Scott was gonna direct uh, Red Riding. No, uh, American adaptation. It wasn't like she set in like Albuquerque or something oh, weird. Wow. Like, I don't know what the fuck. Me, Albuquerque is like that was a yeah. me coming up with that's been Breaking Bad. But it's something like you know, going to set in like Tennessee or something like that. Yeah. I don't think of, like what? and then te- yeah, then but they obviously- still got the accent. Still Sean Bean. <laughs> <laughs> But Red Riding is fantastic. It's, you know, set in Yorkshire. It's very grim and depressing. So many fantastic, like, British character actors are in it. It's It's really enjoyable. Funny you've set in New York City. Yeah. (laughs) Just, like, doesn't make any sense at all. But, like, the whole thing of, like, you know, the, uh, you know, the rich property developers are in collusion with the cops and stuff's getting hushed away. And so, look, there's a lot of, like, you know... There's women that turn up, like, she has a, a dead body turns up. She has swan wings, like, stitched onto her back. Mm. So the the antlers on the head, you know? There's just yeah. kind of, like, little comparisons. You go back and forth, back and forth. There's a lot of similarities. Then there's also the real-life cases that inspired this show that mm. your man has been pretty upfront about. He's taken, you know... So he's just kind of taken all of these outside things... Put them all together, synthesized it, and the the outcome is very good mm. and very enjoyable. But it is a highly derivative. It is good work. Like, uh, you know? I do think it is like a very competent show. Yes, with sprinkles of that, but yeah. there's not much like actual like layers of like what's it all mean. I yeah, remember I was saying yeah, like yeah. people were disappointed that it literally didn't end with like Cthulhu rise from the earth. Yeah, and, and a thousand years of suffering. See, yeah, because I have no like I don't know fuck all about like Lovecraft, like yeah. you know. The world of his am, Lovecraft work, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know what? Lovecraft, to me, is kind of like Prince. Okay. Where I'm sure it's very he could good. suck his own dick. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm sure it's very good. I just haven't listened that much, Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with Cthulhu now, 
Uh, I've read some. I've some experience with Lovecraft. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't really get it, yeah. but that could be my fault. But a lot of people I love get it, and they put yeah. loads of Lovecraft. Like Alan Moore, for example. Loves like he has loads of Lovecraft shit. He did like a a few graphic novels that are very heavily influenced by it. Right, right. And I just don't get the. I don't like the fact there's no real rules because it's cosmic horror, and the whole point is like it's crazy. So it's just like yeah, like demons coming up out of the earth, and you know, yeah. So it's not like interracial marriage and just the craziest shit. Exactly. It's ironic because H.P. Lovecraft himself, yeah, you know him. He wasn't exactly like you know. Oh what? He was literally the original incel. How so? Well, I mean, his cat was called the N word. Really? Yeah, okay. And oh. like he was, it's weird, like he's very much like... I didn't know that. Kind of like a Republican who hates gays in a way where like his mother dressed him up like a girl for like the first like 10 years of his life. Oh my God. His mother was like, no, you're a girl. When when was he born? Like I when? don't know, 1930s. Right, like that, right. right. Uh, so yeah, you're... you really couldn't get away with that back yeah. then. You're a you? girl. He's like, my mother, I don't believe I am. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not the time and the place, mother. Um, <laughs> but uh, he was very like against like black people and uh, a lot of stuff like that. Oh. And a lot of his like, literally like, a lot of stuff was like, you know, the evil demons. It was like immigrants. Right. That was like the cosmic horror. Oh, wow. The... So there's a real like racist component. Yeah, if I do. So Remember correctly. Jordan Peele had that show called Lovecraft Country. It's basically his way of saying racist country. Well, I th- th- that is probably another reason yeah. for right there. Which he's he's talked about race before. I'm not sure if you. Uh, I, I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> I watched all of Key and Peele. Yeah. I didn't get any of those sketches. Yeah. You, know, you know the sketch where Obama talks people differently. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. I, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't care for it. It's like Dick Cheney didn't look like that. <laughs> I know, he was with the bullshit minister. It was just a funny comparison, all right? What was I going to say? Joe Biden? That's not as funny. Anyway. That's more sad. Yes. Now, let's get back to the show. Uh, what are we at there? But again, We're I, at 57 minutes. I've mentioned all those, you know, influences, but it doesn't take away from the enjoyment. It's a great show. The two lead performances are fantastic. Oh, I will say, though, I'm not a mad fan of Lovecraft, I did very much enjoy the John Carpenter movie. I believe it's called something like The Mouth of Madness. Okay. It's uh, Sam Neill. Oh, yeah. And it's a very good movie where basically just kind of like um, Stephen King-style horror writer has disappeared. Right. And the agency, the book... Uh, publisher hires a detective to go like find him okay and it gets very weird and strange and surreal and it's a lot of like sam neil being like oh what the? and they're like calm down calm down what like he's like him going like full on 11 just going mental wow, you know? right i enjoyed that quite a lot right oh, there that's but interesting i've never heard of that i, I would recommend around. that if you it's a nice little forgotten carpenter movie because yeah. it kind of came out in the 90s you know when his, his star was fading you yeah know? yeah now was this before or after the people under the stairs I think after. Oh, okay. Well, oh, oh I had a point. My point was, remember I was saying people were disappointed about, like, it didn't go full supernatural? Yes. There was other people they are disappointed it didn't go fully into the whole pedo side of things. Yes. Where it didn't literally end them going, like, I got to call my uh, client, uh, H. Clinton. Uh, yeah, yes. it didn't end like that. You know, yeah, it wasn't like, yeah, yeah. I'm having an old friend for dinner. Yeah. It's like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just Bill Clinton shows up with his saxophone and a sixer of Lone Star beer. Let's party, man. Let's do it. But yeah, so the whole kind of uh, like the rich elite pedophile thing, because uh, there's a little like 20 minute vice documentary called The Real True Detective. I've on, never seen it. On YouTube. It's definitely worth a watch. It, it talks about this very small 
Baptist church of only like 30 people but like they were doing you know, like weird rituals they were molesting children like animal sacrifices all this crazy shit it was in Louisiana well also people like when you talk about child sex stuff they immediately think like oh I mean this goes to the very very top like this is literally like the yeah. Pope and Bill Gates and fucking you know yeah. um John Candy, all, 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 all working together <laughs> yeah, here, right? Yeah. And imagine being a pedophile and your surname is Candy. That is a gift from the, the gods. On the nose, like, hey, you gotta use what the good Lord gave you. Am I right? Yeah. Um, but like, it, all this stuff is literally just like, it's all these small dictators, like a guy who's like, you know. The big wig in the fuck he like he ran the local cheese factory, all right. Yes, and you know he somehow started a cult with like nine people. Yeah, and like, and, like just fucked it. Like he was the king of that. Like it's all these very little small islands of people. Yeah. you know. But then you kind of zoom out and you have the whole Jeffrey Epstein one. Yeah, and then the whole the islands all spell out the word Epstein. You know, it's like, <laughs> like the constellation, the stars. I think another case that sort of influences the show more so on the so that kind of that little case i mentioned there that sort of is a good like that's the inspiration where like the weird characters what's like the hillbilly retard who's banging his own stuff? mike flowers with me <laughs> what was his name again oh, i can't remember now I, I, oh you... fuck uh yeah but you know the guy i mean he was mowing the lawn yeah yeah the lawnmower he, he man the scars yeah. on yeah, his face he was a green-eared man yes yeah, so he's like the kind of weird hillbilly you know incest disgusting freak that's what that case was sort of but then there's another case called the franklin scandal yes and that has to do with like you know a child prostitution ring in like washington like it was started in omaha nebraska but they were flying fucking like child prostitutes to like dc like there were there were accounts of like underage male escorts in the white house with this like this uh guy called craig spence so the kind of that's another like big mm. case. It was kind of like the Epstein case of the well, 80s. Well, have you seen that thing where like um, I'm sure it's one for Democrats as well, but there was a whole thing about like list of Republican senators who are literally accused like have been convicted pedophiles. Okay? Yeah, big a long list, yeah. you know. Especially those guys. Well, those real conservative church guys. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like there's a lot is going like, on. There, yeah, well, yeah. Craig Spence. He was like you know a CIA asset. He was in the Republican Party huge anti-gay like you know he had like the worst one of the worst records for voting against gay rights and he was secretly gay having sex with teenage it's guys. funny how it's such a stereotype yeah and, and yeah, the guys yeah. the fellas keep letting us down you know yeah the fellas keep getting found in the stall you know yeah yeah he literally was he was arrested trying while he was like a very prominent politician yeah. he was just in an airport in milwaukee trying to jack off some guy <laughs> in a bathroom well, it's funny because turned like, out to be a vice squad i guess same like you know like um certain celebrities uh who might have been in pulp fiction uh you know like there's like getting massaged and like sticking her ass yeah. like come on please yeah, you know? yeah it's like yeah. these guys have no like wait 20 minutes go to the child sex club they're like not gonna go now yeah, just yeah. run into the bathroom just like sucking like just random things yeah hoping it's a cock it's it's like an addiction it's not just like a predilection it's like they're addicted and yeah. it's you know yeah it's but yeah, so there's a lot of, like, interesting real-life cases that are mirrored in this show that, you know, you can look into if Again, you want. it's a sprinkle, though. Yes. It's yeah, not yeah, yeah. like they actually, like, I think... See, I have no issue with being influenced by real-world events. It's more well, so... What if they, I even just say, mention the word Franklin scandal. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This is similar to the Franklin scandal. I have one that, you know, the cops in the 2012 be like, yeah, you know, investigate could have connections to the Franklin scandal. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's something that, like... 
most people won't get, you go, you're going to fall off your chair. You I know? will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I thought I was horny when Exala Drandra Dario. I can't even say her cunt name right. Uh, but anyway, here, uh, what? We're an hour and We're an hour in. And we're literally like episode four. Yeah. Well, let's, well, let's just power through it. Yeah, no, no, I'm not going to. Oh, okay. We're going to stop it, like. Huh? We're going to stop it, like. We're going to stop now? Yeah. Why? Because, like, it's an hour. Oh, right. And we've got stuff to do. Oh, we're going to do a part two, is yeah, it? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. okay, right. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> this wasn't agreed upon. Yeah, you're like, let's do a two-hour episode, no, uh, and then do another two hours. We've only got two more. We could just... <laughs> it's not like your time is we precious, We could finish Brian. it up in ten minutes. No, we couldn't. All right, all right. I think right, it's right. funnier to, like, go part two, you know? Okay. Because okay. I don't want... I want to go real long. We're going to have lots of diversions and uh, right. keep talking about uh, gay Republicans. Are we doing it tonight? Well, I thought you were going to do two episodes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's You're all right. You're confused, aren't you? I am. I'm, I'm being mean with you now. Sorry. You are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no joke at all. Like, yeah, yes. Yeah, my feelings are very hurt. I just So is this going to be Patreon and part two is the free one? I'll decide. That is, I, I mean. It is I, pretty I know silly. you think that's pretty funny, but, you know, that could really piss off our tiny, tiny, minuscule audience. I like how I'm such basically... A- 30 people there's also people who like any kind of change at all they freak out yeah. you know if you drop some thumbtacks on the floor they're like ah I have to yeah. count it this this will not help this will push a lot of people over the edge man yeah just flush your pillows on the toilet now <laughs> alright yeah. so are we gonna stop now then yeah we're gonna okay. stop now I need to get pissed I need to text people alright so I've been, I'll be honest with you I've been a little distracted I've had like four texts since oh, you're, you're blowing up no but I've got people ask me to do things and okay. people ask me all about right. them and I'm like guys I'm talking about pedos. We're going to stop now. And uh, <laughs> that's, uh, I mean. That's like your final words. <laughs> hey, look. Uh, uh, so we're going to talk about that. Just so you know, we can also talk about other things. Like it's not just. X-Files. I've been watching, I've been crushing X-Files, dude. X-Files. Uh, I was going to watch Dirty Dancing. Didn't do that. Yes. Uh, Star Trek. X-Files is Star Trek. Also, we were going to talk about Fish Tank last week and we didn't do that. Oh, yeah. I also be reading a new comic called Lovesick. Ah, well. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, watched the new Jim Jeffrey special. Did you? Yeah. High and dry. Yeah. We'll talk about that. How was that? We'll talk about that. Okay. In the thing, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, it was not the not the best. But nah. Hey, look, he's a he says can't in a funny voice. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. He talks funny. He's kind of he's one of those instantly forgettable special. Like you'll watch it, and you'll be like, oh yeah, and then you forget it straight away. Look, well, ruin it. Don't don't pooch the spoil. Okay. What? Mm. Uh, so like, is that Lovecraftian dialogue? Is it? Don't pooch the cat. Uh, anyway, what? Anyway, so Talk guys, nonsense. good luck. Next week will go even crazier. Yes. Right? And uh, maybe True Detective season two. Whoa, you you're not ready for that. I'm pal. not, man. I'm not ready you're at not. all. Anyway, bye. Goodbye.